when you literally reach a certain point, it's like everybody's responsibilities become yours somehow. Yes, somewhere. literally. And I'm like, wait, how did this even happen? Because I grew up, I didn't grow up poor, but I grew up in low income. Mm-hmm. I didn't have Section 8. I didn't have, um, uh, what is it? L- after I had the low income, then I had the Section 8. I even had got government assistance. I don't know what y'all call it out here, but yeah. we, we had cash aid, food yeah. stamps, all those things. Yeah. So when I was... Like, like, where was everybody at to save my problems? Right. Like, you know, so it's like, you want to. That's it, too. Yes, where was y'all at? No, and even, like, now, right? Like, okay, so who do I go to when I need something? When I need help or I'm in a bind or I got to figure this out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't got nobody I can ask. Say she calling me, can't come to work. Oh, that's ghetto. It's the fifth. Deadline was the first. Oh, that's ghetto. Payroll do again. Pockets hurt. Oh, that's ghetto. Good idea. Now we buying merch. Oh, that's ghetto. Payment miss. Oh, the ghetto. Say she quit. Oh, the ghetto. Laid on your rent. Rent is ghetto. New event. Oh, the ghetto. Invoice sent. That ain't ghetto. Money spent. Oh, that's ghetto. Hold on. It's kind of ghetto being a CEO. Welcome back to another episode of the Ghetto CEO Live Podcast. I hope you guys have been enjoying this season because we've been putting a lot into it right but listen this episode is no different we have brought one of the biggest bosses on here as well to talk to you about their ghetto ceo stories because honestly y'all being a ceo is super ghetto so make sure you like comment and subscribe if this is your first time tuning into the podcast the ghetto ceo is all about honestly bringing the truth to entrepreneurship like it is not always fun okay there are some tears that we cry during the night to build this business and I think that we are a little bit crazy to choose this journey but today we're going to inspire you once again to keep going keep pushing and keep going to your dreams with another CEO story so welcome to the ghetto CEO podcast thank you what's up I'm excited I'm excited and I'm just I'm just, have you ever been so excited about just different things? Like, and you don't even have like a pinpoint on it. You just know yes. great things are coming. Yes. Just great things are coming. So I'm super excited. I'm looking forward to 2024. And also, I'm just happy to be here, to yes. be on your platform too as well. So thank you so much. I see that you do great things and thank I you. really wanted to be here. So thank, thank you. you. Well, tell me, okay, introduce them to your, your business and yourself. And we're going to jump into it. Okay. My name is Nisha. I am the owner of Alluring Curves, which is located in Northridge, California. We were in Long Beach for um, three years, and now we're in Northridge. What we do there is we do all non-invasive services, so Mm -hmm. body contouring, skin tightening, laser lipo, radio frequency. We do all those different things without the need of surgery, and Mm -hmm. if you've had surgery, you can still come and, like, maintain your services, too, as well, so everything is, like, no downtime, no pain, everything non-invasive, and I also have a mentorship program too as well so I help Mm -hmm. others that's in the beauty industry take their business to six and seven figures Mm -hmm. because I was able to do that so now I go and help the young ladies that need help too as well um, in the industry so I help them with my mentorship program and I also have classes to where I can certify them inside of the beauty industry too as well so getting them certified and providing them all their equipment so that way they're ready to just go out and build a business Mm, I love that so when you think about the ghettoest thing when it comes to your business like or building in this journey (laughs) What is like, man, I did not know I had to do this, but this was ghetto. You know what? It's been so many different things, but one thing I have to really touch bases on is the customer service Mm. on our end, like how we... I'm not saying I provide ghetto customer service or nothing like that. I'm not not saying that, but it was just, you know... 
sometimes people are their delivery too as well. And you still have to, you know, you still have to make sure everything is flow. You still have to make sure that things are said or even worded a certain way too Mm -hmm. as well. When you are, you know, writing your emails or whatever you're sending out back to them. But I would want to say, um, Really finding patience. Yes. I mean, that's what it requires. Patience. patience. Because what, like, cause the, the level of expectations that some people have yes. is just like, okay. Like, right. I didn't know, like, this is where we was going. Um, I tell my team all the time, like, we'll get DMs and people will be like, I bought a, co- a course or a class in 2020 and I can't log in. Uh, ma'am, it's damn near 2024 and we're yeah, still no, trying to log you're trying to log in there. for the first time like yeah. your license is is gone you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. you no longer have access to this program so i'm like it's just in my mind i just be wondering about the audacity sometimes yeah, like what do you be thinking like are you think like that right <laughs> exactly normal right like, yeah. right and so you got to know as a ceo when to pull yourself out because it's yep. like you know what yep don't y'all just handle it yeah i agree i agree um you just, I've learned as a, as a CEO too, as well, learning how to pull myself out of different situations too, as well. Um, not even just with business, yeah. but also with like family, friends, you right. know, team, whole yeah. new team, like a whole lot of things. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So talk to us about that. Like, how do you navigate? Cause there's this thing where we got like success texts, right? Yeah. Like once you start making a little money, like people start asking you for buku wild shit, like the, the, the dynamic just changes from your family, your friends, yeah. your team. Like, mm-hmm. how have you navigated that? Um, well, now it's really easy for me now. It's like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really easy for me now. But before, um, it would be hurtful. And sometimes it's like, I will go back and forth with myself. Like, mm-hmm. am I making the right decision? But anything that causes you frustration, anything that causes you pain, anything that takes away your peace, mm-hmm. takes away your income or anything from your business, your family, or how you eat, it, it shouldn't be uh, back and forth. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be having to go back and forth with that. But I literally had to um, learn how to say no. It was mm-hmm. just of me learning how to just say no. Yeah. Even, you know, with my family, with friends, with assistants. You know, I didn't have people use and abuse just certain different um connections of just being connected to me. Like, I've had family mm-hmm. work with me, too, before, and I don't have – I had to let them all go. It How was, did that work? Like, when you say you had family work with you, what happened? Like, to make you be like, okay, no. I feel that they don't respect the fact that I'm the boss. Mm-hmm. I'm either cuzzo to them yeah. or, you know, like, it's not she's the boss. Or it's like, I'll get to work when I get there. Or I'm going to come in when I'm supposed to come in. Or I'm going to come in when, you know, I got something I got to do, but then I'm going to come here. You wouldn't do that if you was in corporate America. Mm-hmm. You would be rushing to work because you got a 15-minute grace period or you getting docked. Right. You know, you wouldn't do that. You would show up. And right. then on top of that, just like just utilizing things you do not have access nor permission to even use yeah. when it comes to, like, income or any credit cards or anything like that. Yeah. Like, no, you 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 got to go. Like, yeah. you just, you have to go. And it'd be painful, but... I feel like it's just something that we learn to to deal with. We learn how to cope with it. It's and a pain thing, that'll never go away. It, it, it honestly yeah. isn't. And one thing, I think the pain is like in your mind, yeah. when you start this thing, you be like, I want a family business. Like, I want to do this with my family. Yes. I want to do this with my friends. Like, I want to help put my people on. Like, yes. if I could make sure that you get an extra six figures, you get an extra seven, mm-hmm. like, you, you come up and then you try. And it's like, it don't work out. Like, it's, no. a, it's a shock. 
every time I've tried to put somebody in a position to do something, to get extra money to anything, mm -hmm. I'm the one that's always like at the end, like, why did you do that? Mm. Or like, or you knew this wasn't going to work yeah. before, but I've tried to put my family in positions to do these things because I'm the first person in my family to hit six and seven figures. Mm. I'm the first person in my family to have property outside of the grandparents. You know, the grandparents, yeah. they're going to have a home to where this is our home. This right. is where our children and grandchildren go. But I'm the only one. Mm. The and that's a lot one. of pressure. It's a lot. Because everybody is looking at you like, okay, this yeah. grandma house uh, flooded. You yes. gonna handle it? You know what I'm saying? Like, you Listen, <laughs> it's this. It, I'm gonna like, do it. When you get to a certain, um, when you literally reach a certain point, it's like everybody' responsibilities become yours somehow. Yes, somewhere. literally. And I'm like, wait, how did this even happen? Because I grew up, I didn't grow up poor, but I grew up in low income. Mm -hmm. I didn't have Section Eight. I didn't had um, uh, what is it? After I had the low income, then I had the Section Eight. I even had got government assistance. I don't know what y'all call it out here, but yeah. we, we had cash aid, food yeah. stamps, all those things. Yeah. So. When I was like, like, where was everybody at to save my problems? Right, like you know. So it's like you want to. That's it too. Yes, where was y'all at? No, and even like now, right? Like, okay, so who do I go to when I need something? When I need help, or I I'm in a bind, or I gotta figure this out? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't got nobody I can ask. Yes, and you know what's so crazy is that. Oh my god! The crazy thing about that is my first year. I started, I, I was just going. I made mm -hmm. a lot of money. Yeah. Um, My first million I made, I lost it. Mm, that was I, my story too. I lost it. <laughs> yeah. Have you been completely isolating yourself in business? Like, you don't have people that you could do this business with. Well, you need coworkers, and that is why we created the Entrepreneur's Coworkers Community. This allows you to be able to develop relationships with other people in your community. So, in the Entrepreneurship Coworkers Community, we have a complete Slack channel where you get to talk to other CEOs just like you. We give you a quiz to find out who you are and what type of CEO you are. And in this quiz, you get to meet other CEOs that may be more creative or traditional or hybrid we have these ceos there for you but even taking it up a notch we have local chapters in your city from atlanta to dallas to new york to houston to chicago chapters in your city where we're actually linking up every single month to work together linking up to go to brunch together having fun together doing community service outreach like this is a section of our life where we can really co-work and mingle with other people it's time for you to get some co-workers sis and this community is completely free just just because you're watching this podcast all you have to do is stop pause the podcast click the link below take the assessment get in the community and i'll see you there bye coworker. back to the episode i was like and you don't even really see it going you just yep. you know when it's gone yes and i literally and talked about this yeah. on the podcast i was on i was on uh donnie wiggins podcast full transparency and i was like y'all people really think like making a million dollars is a lot of money y'all it's not a lot of money yeah. I mean it sounds like a yeah. lot but it's really not a lot yeah. especially when you're trying to figure out the business yep. because you're pouring back into the business I'd be like I'd be happier if I had some Birkins or I had some, yes. some G-Wagons or something you know what I'm saying I'm yes. like at least I could see where the money went but it's like okay I need a mentor so let me try this okay that one didn't work so let me try yes. another one I need these funnels I need this mm -hmm. like you pouring back into your experience because nobody is teaching you Yes, and everybody is like this. Yeah. And that's how it happened. It was like, oh, it's a pro Nisha, 
I need this or I need this or I need or it's always a sad story. If they're not asking, they give you a sad story. Yeah. So then you could be like, oh my God, I gotta do this. I gotta help the people because I wanted to be the change in my family. I want to see. I want to be the change in a world that I wanted to see. So yeah. I have to change it. But then you also have to just don't let people take advantage of that. Set a limit, set boundaries. Yeah. And the moment that we say no, I'm sure you've experienced it. Yeah. Now we're the bad guy. Yep. Or now we this. Or now you th oh she thinks she all that she right. got this. But I tried to teach you the same thing. I even do free classes where I try to all, all my cousins know. All yeah. my family. Anybody that knows me, why you? Why you didn't show up to the free class? Right. Why you didn't? Why you didn't learn how to, you know, Please. learn your craft and your yeah. task even more? Yeah. It's because you just want this, right? And it's like also understanding that you don't want to be the bad guy. You know, what no. I'm I don't want to say no, but I also yeah. have to protect myself. Yeah. And I talk about. I was just talking to my boyfriend about this. And I was just like, you know how they have different bu budget plans. They yeah. got like the seven thirty ten. They got yeah. the sixty fifty whatever. And I was like, we need a budget plan called the founder first budget plan, yes. right? Yes. Because when you are building a business, a lot of times you put your well-being or your your financial health on the back burner, right? So when you go to a job, you had a job, you'll get your check, you'll be able to, you know, pay off yeah. your debt and invest and do all the things. But that first, those first few years of the business and that first time you make that million dollars, it's every dollar is going back into the business or you helping everybody, you know. Yep. But no, then you look up, you like, I done lost it and my bank account looking crazy. Right. Like me personally, yes. I ain't got nothing and yes. I done gave it away to everybody. You yep. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of times that is the place that people go wrong, right? Yes. Like they don't put the founder you first yep. of like getting your your own financial mm -hmm. health um, mm -hmm. in the right place so you can pour it back into the business because people and this business will suck you dry if you let it. Yes, you you have to. And I feel what people don't realize is that just because someone say, oh, I made my first million or I made my first two million, yeah. that doesn't mean that's what's in your bank account. Correct. You still have to put out for payroll. You yeah. still have to put out for your advertisement, your marketing. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure that it's really good to go. It's been times to where I would pay my team and I don't get paid. Yeah. But yet you still want something from me. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't supported the business. Right. Haven't came in. Ha right. ha haven't did nothing. Like, right, right. haven't sent me somebody. Right, ha right. Help me help you. Right, right. So it's, yeah, it's it's a lot. It, entrepreneurship is not easy. It's not for the weak. You have to be very mentally tough, and you have to understand who you are as a person, too, as well, and understand that you are capable of delivering and just being confident in yourself, your product, your services, and knowing that what you have, nobody have. And it doesn't make you better than anybody. Yeah. It just What I have, nobody has, because I'm showing up as myself. I'm continuing to go, and once you understand that, you create your own wave. Don't look left, don't look right, tunnel vision. And just tear it up. Like, I say period. that all the time. Period. Period. No. Oh, y'all, this is a good conversation. I hope y'all, <laughs> uh, if y'all should be, if you are a CEO, you should be dropping flames in the chat right now. Because this is literally hitting home. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, even if you ain't made your first million, even your first six figures, yeah. even your first 250, like, even whenever you feel the obligation yeah. that you got to take care of your family, yep. you got to take care of your friends, you got to help, yep. you got to help the whoever, you know. Yeah. 
know what I'm saying? Like you gotta give back because we have this, um, especially as black people, we have this spirit of reciprocity where we feel like when we get, we gotta give. You oh know what I'm God, saying? Yes. So it's like, okay, yes, I'm getting all this money, I'm getting all these accolades. So now I need to give back. I gotta, okay, yeah, I gotta help my sister with her her kids. Mm-hmm. I gotta help my mama mm-hmm. with her girl. You ain't got technically you don't have the money, and you need to be okay with saying like. Okay, I got this amount. I got a hundred dollars I can help with. Mm-hmm. That's it. And set, setting those boundaries so you really set yourself up for success. Yeah, you have to. I agree. I I agree. And I tell people all the time is start writing things down. Yeah, like I'm so visionary. Like I need to be able to write it. I need to be able to literally see it pray over it when i first started my business i asked god and i prayed i said i want to make my first six figures like lord if i could just make six figures i wrote it down i wrote down how many clients i need to see i wrote down how many products need to be sold i wrote down how i need to do the marketing of what i actually thought was marketing at the time you know i wrote down all these things and then i prayed over it in my first 30 days in business we made thirty thousand dollars and then in 90 days we made 163 thousand so when I tell you that God show up, you just yes. got to believe it. You got to believe it before you can see it. And you got to do the work. You got to put the work behind the prayer yes. and do the work. Because I said, my God, I asked for a hundred thousand dollars, just six figures. Yeah. And I got 63,000 more in a 90 day time period. Right. So I was like, okay, you trying to tell me something. It's bigger. It's, it's bigger. <laughs> it's so bigger. Like just keep going. Like no matter what it is you're doing, Keep going no matter who going to support you. My biggest supporters are strangers. Mm-hmm. I don't even know these people. They be on my live and they yeah. tell us, like, I'm sure you've been on live and you see how people would say, yes. oh, I just love you so much yes. and this and this. But you don't even get that from yes. the love you're supposed to be right, getting right, it from. Right. That, that's the crazy thing. So I just always tell everybody, just keep going. Yeah. And don't get upset when your friends or your family or whoever you think is not supporting your business because that support is going to come from strangers. No, absolutely. And I think the other thing is like understanding that don't go into the entrepreneurship uh, expecting something to happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. people step into this journey and like, I expect to do six figures in a day. You know what I'm saying? I expect for my mama and all these people to support me. Like Lord, like don't even have expectations so God can blow your mind. You know what I mean? Like, just like you said, like I, Asked for a hundred thousand, but I got an extra sixty-three. Yes, you know what I mean. Like yes. allow him. Sometimes we be putting limitations on God. Like yes. go in there, like have a plan, understand, mm-hmm. have the things, but don't uh, don't limit him. You yes. know what I'm saying? Because he could really blow your mind if you let him. Oh yes, yeah. And I'm telling you because it's been times to where I would even blew my mind out of situations, not just on the good side, but yeah. on the bad side. When I'm like, Lord, what I'm going? Let me tell you something. It's entrepreneurship. <laughs> it's ghetto. Listen, it's been if you're not ready, if you're not ready to figure out what you're gonna eat. Mm-hmm. Okay, what I'm gonna eat? What am I? Water, ice. What, yes. what? What am I going to have? Like you have to be so mentally tough. You have to be ready for this. I think people just come in like you said. Oh, I'm gonna make some money. I'm gonna make some money. No, mm-hmm. y'all make some sacrifices too. Thanks. Like sacrifices. You have to sacrifice things or those things that you want to do, do it. Yeah. Sacrifice because yeah. you got to think about, oh, well, I don't want to put money into this. I don't want to put money into that. You got to spend money in order to make money. Correct. And I'm going to say that again. You got to spend money to make, to make money. money. <laughs> Fact. Fact. You, ha- you have to. And it's just like, you just have to do it. If you're not, if you're not ready for this, you it's, I'm just, it's not for the week. Right. It's just not for the week. It's 
hard, but it's worth it. It is, is so worth now, it. And, and the benefits of it outweighs the the bad things. Yes. Sometimes, now, sometimes it don't. You be like, man, take me back to work, okay? Yes. Somebody send me a check. Check. You somewhere. know what I'm Somewhere, somehow. Right. But at the end of the day, like, to know... Like, we actually really building businesses out here. Like, yes. And it sounds small, but it's like, nah, like, these are, this mm-hmm. is the your future uh, fi- future mm-hmm. 500, Fortune 500 yes. corp- corporations yeah. that we talking about. You know what I'm saying? These are the businesses that your kids may come work in next year. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, these is some, this is like a legacy and history that we're yes. making in our own lives. So, it's supposed to be hard. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, it's supposed to be a lot. It's supposed to, you supposed to be going through all mm-hmm. of this. So I always tell people, like, when you go through the ghetto needs of entrepreneurship, just understand you where you're supposed to be because it's supposed to be hard. Like, yep. businesses do what businesses mm-hmm. do. They go up. Mm-hmm. You can have a six-figure month, and they go down. You can have a ten, uh, uh, one-figure month. Okay. Right. Or, or no figure. <laughs> a no-figure month. Okay. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Yes. And you still got to you still gotta pay the bills. You yep. still got to, you know what I'm saying? Nobody mm-hmm. may know, like, what's going on behind the scenes but like there's things that you have to sacrifice as an entrepreneur and still show up for your business every day and still and still show up up. you still have to show up you still have to talk to your people it's been so it's been times to where i've been so down and nobody ever knew that Mm -hmm. because i still got to show up i don't have a nine to five i don't have somebody that's paying me every two weeks you know i have to get out and do this because if i don't show up my family, we don't eat. Right. And I have to I have to be able to show up. I have to be able to deliver. And I also have to practice what I preach to as well. And it's how you just said that. You was like, you right where you need to be. If you're over here on YouTube watching the podcast, listen, I need you to do me a favor. If you love me, do me this favor. Pull out your phone right now and go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts or anywhere that you actually listen to podcasts at, right? I need you to subscribe and leave a review. Listen, the way podcasts work is the streets don't know we doing good if it's not on the audio version. The YouTube version don't really count, okay? So go over there, leave us a review, and let us know how much you love the podcast. Now back to the episode. Be one of my mentees, she was telling me, like, it's just not going right for me, and I haven't, you know, made money in two weeks. And yeah. I was thinking to myself, two weeks? You talking about you ain't made no money in two weeks? Yeah. And I told her, I said, can we have a real conversation? I said, it's going to be like that. I said, right. entrepreneurship is like this. Yep. You going up, and then you come back down. You going up, you're going to come back down. But you also got to be prepared to as well. You also got to save. Yes. Save. Yes. Don't start making money and just, no. Giving it out. Yep. You got to save. You you most definitely have to save. Um, But like you said, if it was easy, everybody would do it. If it was that's good if, if it, it was, was easy, easy everybody everybody would do, would it, do yeah. it everybody cannot be an entrepreneur no yeah we we need we need people at the banks no right. we go cash these checks right. we need people there like even if you go to a restaurant you want to sit down take your family to a restaurant we need, we need somebody there. we need people there so <laughs> everybody can't yeah. be an entrepreneur now i want people to know like even though i'm a coach like i tell people like mm. if you're not supposed to be an entrepreneur like by all means don't force it you yes, know what i'm saying like it. you can there's ways to make money without being an entrepreneur yeah. there's things that I, what i call entrepreneurship come work for a ceo let them take all the hits let them say yes. deal with the taxes and the money mm-hmm. and all of that you mm-hmm. get your check but you building what you love you building your passion within yeah. that business you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. if you really love marketing come and working for somebody like you and taking your marketing to the next level yes you get your check but you seeing that love language in there too yes. you know so don't force it 
Don't force it. Don't force it. Don't force it. And what you just said also of going to work with having somebody like come work with you or myself or with you. Mm -hmm. I honestly feel that when it comes to like building your team and when it comes to people actually working for you, I don't want you to come work for me where it feels like a job. Mm -hmm. I I want you to love it. I want you to love what you do. Yeah. And I want to make sure that I take care of you because if you took care of, you going to take care of me. Yeah. Yes. And sometimes I've had my, my team has shifted, shifted, shifted. And my team that I have now genuinely wants me to win. And it shows a difference. It shows a difference. So I love the fact of having somebody on your team that wants to see you win because when you win, they win. Yeah. And you, you know, like, and I think that's the thing about choosing a good boss. And I also tell people to provide CEOs grace. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of this this is the first time we've ever done this. Yes. This, I I don't have a blueprint. Nobody is teaching me how to be a boss, how to train you, Mm -hmm. how to set up the SOPs, how to like make sure you got a good working environment, Mm -hmm. how to care about your feelings because your your dog just died. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) nobody is teaching me this. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about I got to pay payroll next week. And you're talking about I got to get off for the dog funeral. charm or big loop whatever right. we're gonna we gonna do that but we gotta work right. so that way we can plan right. this for, for them <laughs> but, <laughs> but we gotta, man, like you know and especially yeah. like it's just different situations right it's like yeah oh my kid you know said this or i he need this or whatever yes. and i don't i don't understand if it's two o'clock and little johnny get out of school at three why you gotta go pick him up just let him ride the bus he would be okay let him sit in the nurse's room we got a client coming in what what do you want me to like in as a CEO, you Listen. have to have a level of empathy. And yes. that is not that is not something we already have. It's yep. taught. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that is so true because even just if, even things that I just experienced before, just going back to corporate America, I remember I used to work in social services with Department of Mental Health, right? Mm-hmm. So it would be times to where I know I'm late for work and I'm I'm trying to hurry up and get there. I don't want to mm-hmm. get docked. I don't I don't want to lose my money or yeah. or get written up or anything like yeah. that. But when other people work for you, it's different. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, but then when you set those boundaries and you set those standards for everything to move smoothly and correctly, then it's like, oh, it's a problem. But right. you was rushing to get to work somewhere else. Yeah. You was making sure work was did there. You put in all the overtime there. Yeah. You put in all this time, all this overtime, going in on extra yeah. days too as well. So why is it a problem for you to perform here? And it's, you know, I, I it's just about finding those right people. Because yes. at the end of the day, it's like, I can't force you to love to be here. Yes. You know what I mean? Ooh, I just can't. Like, I love I love it here because I created yes. this space. I but created Yeah, mm-hmm. but I can't force you to love it. So if you don't love it, please do me and you a favor. Yes. And just find you something else. Oh because I, you only, the thing about a CEO, I think the hardest thing about building teams and all of that mm-hmm. is because I'm waiting on you, my mm-hmm. team member, to reach your full potential before I can reach my full potential. Yes. 
You know what I mean? Because yes. you can't do this by yourself. You cannot. And I tell people that all the time. Yeah. You cannot do it by yourself. Yeah. So I just feel like each person, honestly, each person that I had on my team literally got me to something like some some type of success like we did we did i one thing i can honestly say is with my team each person that i did have on my team has literally helped me get somewhere which Mm -hmm. actually helped them too as well so but yeah so if you had to lead the girls with anything before we go Oh, uh, I'm like, dang, it's all, it's, dang. We it's already a time. <laughs> right, right. We're like, like girl, yes. right. So if you had to leave the girls with anything before we go, uh, what would you tell them to keep them on this ghetto CEO journey? I would tell you to um, believe in yourself. Mm. Believe in yourself and know that you are capable to do anything that you put your mind to. Do not let someone out talk you out of your dreams. Don't let someone out talk you out of your goals. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's a friend, a spouse, or a parent, a mother, whoever it is, they should be able to support you in whatever it is that you want to touch to turn gold. Do not mm-hmm. fall back on your goals and dreams for no one and keep going. And also, it's not a race. Mm-hmm. It's not a race. Keep going. Stay consistent, never give up, and believe in yourself and deliver. Yes. That's what I would say. I love that. And get I, the help you need. Get the, the help, help you, you need. need. Yes. Get the help you need. Please, get the help you need because you're learning every day. And the best way to learn is from someone that has experienced and has done it. Yes. That's what I would say. Y'all got to listen. I hope y'all love this episode. Make sure y'all are blowing up the comments, letting us know what was your biggest takeaway because this was just jam-packed, uh, full of experiences, and I want you guys to not only learn from these experiences but also apply it in your next season. But I will see you guys later in another episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast. Bye, y'all.